When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? I'll tell you what's going on. We got the Santa Project going on. We got the Live for Free giveaway almost wrapping up. We got two names to give away this show. Maybe one in about an hour and another in about two hours. 420 and 520. Be listening. But we know you're going to be listening because Lori and Julie are here. Uh, Rocco. I love it, Rocco. You should be listening. Yay. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy birthday, Bette Midler. She's 75 today. You didn't There's tell a me little bugle boy and the dumbest thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. Go, bet. Mm-hmm. Go, bet. It's your birthday. Okay, remember her? Um, in the Rose. In the Rose oh. and Beaches with Elizabeth Hershey. Or First Wives Club. Club. Barbara Hershey. Barbara Hershey. Or just her. Remember when we saw her at the Excel and then we saw her again so there? So fun. She does this thing where she's this wand of the fish. And she puts on the fishtail in the wheelchair. Remember? Oh, that's from her early uh, uh, when she performed at the gay clubs in New York City. Yeah. The bathhouses. The bathhouses. Yeah, the uh, lady, the mermaid in the wheelchair. Yeah, hysterical. Yeah, she's very, very but funny. But I just remember the big little big boy on a company street. A bam, a bam, mm. a boogie. Not even boogie. close to the lyrics. <laughs> what company is it? B. Right, boogie woogie bugle yeah, boy from say com- the little It'll, baby bumper buggy. Yeah, it, not, none Avenue of it Street made any sense. But yeah. you know what I'm talking well, about. Yeah. You couldn't repeat the lyrics to that song. It was so long ago, but that's how we. I feel like we first met her. I really don't think that you're that fond of that song <laughs> if you can't even think of the iconic title. Lori, like st- we know titles Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, boy of from Company, Company B. B. I'm starting to figure out why Julia never wins at Music Tour. Yes. Exactly. I can't remember the titles. Yeah. It's just the way well, it goes. Titles, lyrics, lyrics, singers, names, people, things yeah, exactly. of the facts, notes, facts. Right. Just details about stuff. Okay. I I don't I, well, I know Casey isn't listening, so it's fine for me to talk about him. He does Behind not listen to right this now. program. Yeah. This yeah. is her husband, my brother. Yeah. So he finally got around to reading that great book that Blake Crouch. It was kind of a sci-fi. We have him on our show. Yeah, like four years ago. I wanted him to read this. It was sort of a sci-fi, almost a time travel, a bunch of guys named Jason. I can't remember. You probably didn't read it all, <laughs> but the, he was an author from Denver. And I think we had him on a couple different times for his books. I'm pretty sure it's Blake Crouch. Dark Matters. Dark Matters. Yeah, so, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that Okay, book. so he read that book and because it has been out long enough that it was free on um, the library. And he's been listening to books, doing audibles like yeah. you like to do. Going for walks or yeah, working yeah. out or whatever. 
So he finished that book and, you know, yesterday when I got home, he was super solicitous of me. Hi, how, how was your day? How's your, how's your skin feeling? I mean, just all these feely questions. That no, he just, doesn't like the feels, Marco. Uh, she does not like feeling And questions. I just said, no, I just said, uh, what? you know, fine. But he was really... Like annoying me with his question. Are you going to see the doctor about this skin thing that you're having? What time are you going? I mean, not normal conversation that we have. It's just way too much. We're more on a need to know basis when it comes (laughs) to this kind of crap. Okay. I don't like talking about it with anybody. I said, what, what's going on with you? He said, Oh, I started a new book today. And I said, what's that? The book of good manners or what? He said, I'm reading Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And From 1978? 36. Still very popular oh book. My. I burst out laughing, first of oh, all. because of What is he doing reading this? Because I remember reading that in college. I remember Same. reading that my first sales job Same. that I had. My Same. sales manager made me read that. And he's going to Toastmasters later tonight. Yeah. And I said, what are you, uh, are you looking to increase your popularity and get more sales, you know, for, right. I mean, I was really trying, well, it's just, you know, it's just something kind of different. And I just thought, oh, that is so okay, honey. So now I have not been able to stop <laughs> making fun of him. Well, this is a good, that's a good platform. About that. I said, uh, how's uh, I said, how are you going to arouse enthusiasm with me this morning? Cause that's a tenant of Dale Carnegie. And I said, uh, are you going to, you know, influence um, anybody today when you go mm-hmm. out? And he's just like, stop it. I'm right. like, Casey, it's so funny that you're reading this book. It is very funny. All these years later, when you're retired exactly and our circle of people that we even you know see are is very limited and i'm just like anyway i said uh, please don't tell Car- carnegie me um that's very funny anymore that's rocco have you ever you've never probably been in a sales position um no, i don't think i have no okay because that was like mandatory reading if you were in sales and, and marketing. always giving appreciation and repeating back and not a not criticizing no, right. and, and arousing in others what you want i mean it's just it's all very it's it practical works. and it still is relevant today yes. if that's what field you want to be in. Yes. And if you want to win friends and influence people, it's just the time. But the number life. one thing, okay. six ways to make people like you, the number one thing is become genuinely interested in other people. So all of his probing questions about a minor skin condition. Felt fake. Where there were like five <laughs> of them, which was like four too many questions for me. Well, it, it's genuine. Genuine is the key. And then you word always there. say the person's name. Yes, you, you do. say the person's name. Mm, Charles, nice to meet you. Yes, uh, you say it. And you, so what you're smile. saying is this, right? Oh no, and, yep. and being a good listener and mm-hmm. and making the other person feel important and being sincere about it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just like he is. You are dead. So this morning, you know, I'm just like he goes. All right, I won't tell Carnegie you. I go, don't tell Carnegie anybody. But I bet he's been. I got a text from him. Oh, there you go. Was it something complimentary? Yeah. Ah, it's very funny. <laughs> it's very. It's just that's very funny. Yeah. Okay, so I have a conversation with okay. a girlfriend, and she's like, "Well, I don't know. You know, I haven't seen her in so long. Right? She's like, We've got to go on a walk. I've got to get moving. Blah blah blah. I just feel like I've." 
Apparently, according to Dr. Phil, which I watched yesterday, I found out I was COVID overspending. I was COVID overeating. I was COVID over drinking. Yeah. I was COVID over analyzing. And she goes, that program destroyed me in 10 minutes with all my problems. And we just couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) But it's just kind of like, oh, gosh. But people are wanting to get out. Yeah. And do stuff because there's well, again the isolation. Kind anyone of. that Casey encounters at Menards or Walgreens or Costco is they- just going to have a delightful experience <laughs> with my Dale Carnegie husband. <laughs> He's going to say their name. He's going hey, to. Hey, haven't I seen you here before? I love how you push that cart. Yes. Now tell me, why does that glue work? I'm looking for some, looking for a new super glue that works more on, you know. Plastic. Does that work? Really? Gosh, you're so smart. I like your boots. Yeah, (laughs) but it's a thin book, so he'll be done and (laughs) off to a fiction book. And and um, and uh, anyway. At first, I'm like, "Are you getting a job? Are you like getting some new sales job? I don't know. Telemarketing? What's happening here? That's just hysterical." Anyway, all right. Listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of. Like Christmas. Well, if this song doesn't put you in the holiday mood, maybe you had to uh, watch the ABC Disney holiday sing-along last night with your kids. They've done this before. Yeah, they have. They, they did, did a this. couple of them in the spring. Yes. I think people really like them. Yes, they do. And Julia Ryan Seacrest and his delightfully cheesy mustache and a green and white Mickey Mouse sweater. He was sitting by a fireplace. He was the host. Like I love he did him. the he hosted ones. it in the spring, yeah. Yeah, so he did it. And um, if you were wondering, if you're a Twitter person and you wondered why Willow was trending this morning, I mean, you're like, Willow, Willow, who's Willow? It's Pink's Willow because Pink and her daughter Willow performed on the Disney sing along. And we've seen them sing before. They recorded, they did the greatest showman yes, song. Yes, yes. For the reimagined. Yep. That was the name of the movie, The Greatest Showman with, yeah, for with Hugh. what's his name? Hugh. Hugh, beautiful Hugh. What's his last name? I can't even remember. Julia's looking. Yeah. Yes. She's yes. looking for it on the He's right Amanda. there. I see. Happy happy 40th, Hugh, but yeah. he, they didn't say his last name. Yeah. <laughs> man. Anyway, so How here's. How did I get that one and you guys missed it? We that one? Be, um, uh, yeah. age. Who the hell knows? Age. Yeah. <laughs> so here's Pink sharing the mic with her daughter when they took to the stage to belt out um, the Christmas song. With I every mean, mother's child. yeah, that's so so cute. She's actually cute. and she had a, her she's wearing a buzz, and then she yep. had sort of a Cinderella gown on, and they just swapped verses back and forth. And you know, Ryan kept introducing you know the guests, and he was like the jolly modern Santa with the really porno stash. I don't know any other way. It's so <laughs> Magnum PI like Tom Selleck in the seventies. His mustache. That's really and pink looks amazing. Doesn't she yeah, look she they look yeah. so cute together? Yes. And so he's introducing all these acts and um so he would introduce because people obviously pre tape these things and it was yes. all edited. So um he he introduces Derek Huff, who has been dancing and he performed once on Dancing with the Stars. With his girlfriend, they uh, they're amazing. Amazing. He's, Her name is Haley Herbert. He's like Bing Crosby, Gene Kelly, all those guys wrapped into one. He can, he's so good, so good. So he and the girlfriend, 
um, danced. It was incredible. And Ryan, they did, uh, they danced to Jingle Bells. And Michael Bublé opened the show. Okay. And so Derek dances to Jingle Balls. Their moves were very impressive. And after the dance, yeah, Jingle Bells. Of course, there's got to be balls Balls. in the first hour here, Rocco. There should be a song called Jingle Balls. I think there is. Okay. Anyway, Ryan Seacrestson said, oh, Julianne Hoff has a tough act to follow because her br- Derek was so dazzling, Derek and Ashley. And then when it, then, then it was Julianne Hoff who Ryan dated for like three years. At least. At least. He introduces her and Did she dance? Yeah, she danced and sang around the house. Her songs were Whistle While You Work and oh, Let yeah. It Snow. And so the little dwarfs yes. from the, so, uh, they were, you know, dancing around and it was kind of a cute, corny performance. I mean, she's just trying so hard. And this is like a week ago. She had talked about being in a relationship that was really hard for her because it was such a five star dazzling. It was so different because right. he was kind of her first serious yes, boyfriend. They were flying private and, you know, mm-hmm. it was just, she was just, Not experiencing what a 21-year-old at the time should be experiencing. And all of their friends were his friends, and they yep. were her age. She didn't have any friends. So anyway, obviously, Ryan was smarting about it, because after her performance of Whistle While You Work and Let It Snow <laughs> was over, he just leaned back and then introduced. Uh, he just leaned back in the windback leather chair, and he uh, he just introduced the next clip. Oh, he didn't even say that was fantastic or not, anything. Love it. Not, Love not, it. not a thing. So anyway, um, I guess he did read that her comment about she felt, and she said she didn't deserve the lifestyle. It was really more about. It was more about her. It wasn't about a diss at him at all. I didn't think at all. She was basically maybe pointing out that she was maybe too young to be in the relationship. Yep. Who knows, whatever. But uh, then uh, I think next up was Sierra and. She belted out um, rocking around the Christmas tree with two of her kids. So, but yeah. the kid stuff is fun. Very cute. Yeah. But yeah, Ryan was just, uh, I mean, really, Rocco, if you look at a picture of him, he's so cheesy looking in that mustache. <laughs> I know. I kind of I just. With the Mickey Mouse yeah. shirt. He just looks like your pervy uncle. You know? I like him. I know. Well, you've always been fine of a pervy always... uncle. <laughs> oh, you're so bad. Okay, so so the other one, um, you know, there's all these holiday specials. It's December um, 1st today. Um, Mariah Carey has a big holiday special that's going to be on Apple Plus this Friday night. Uh, Dolly Parton has a CB, CBS Holly Dolly Christmas that's going to be on the 6th, which is like Sunday night, I think. Right. G- Garth and Trisha, Yearwood are doing a CBS on the 20th of December. And then... In the meantime, Carrie Underwood is doing an HBO Max holiday special, her Christmas album. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the first one. My gift came out on September 25th, and we listened in the past to this really powerful duet between her and John Legend. Right. And now here she is singing the little drummer boy with her five-year-old son, Isaiah. Okay. I think I got it. And it's, it's she that I don't, it's just the kid here. So it's not everybody here. The talent of have you ever recorded your? Did you ever record your kids singing some Christmas song? Because I feel like your youngest one had some kind of a way he had of talking that would have been funny. (laughs) You know, what are you saying? Well, I'm I'm not a lift, but you know, a little kid they don't want you not see their M's or their R's. Issues in my family, and do you remember ever getting um, them to sing? You know, we recorded them. It it was so much harder. Yeah, now it's so much harder as a parent. How about um, you, Racco? Have you um, recorded Bruno singing? Yeah, in fact, uh, I thought you might ask for it. So here, this okay. was from a few years ago here in the My Talk Studios. Okay. Uh, let's see. Come on. It's so cute. First, you'd have him do Jackson 5. Right. Yeah, he's having... It's funny. He had a Michael Jackson phase early. Yeah. It went away, and now he's nine. It is back. Back. Is oh, it? enough of Michael Jackson. You know oh, what I, funny. I decided... So Kelly Clarkson did something on her show the other day, finished the lyrics... I think, Rocco, that could be a kind of funny competition for Lori next. Lori's so we, good at Christmas song lyrics. No, don't give I him do any ideas. He does finish the like lyrics already and we and... butcher it. You're the one who came up with the bush. Well, what was your famous? Your oh, famous no. bush? No. That's a game to play. Two in the bush, one in the weeds. Something. <laughs> okay, okay uh, Rocco, we thought of the word that Julia misremembered in a lyric. Okay. The labia lyric. Oh, my. Oh, no, she screamed it. Yeah. My lady, my lady, surround. I know there's a Christmas labia song coming to a theater near you. Just not, hold on. Not to be confused with the New Year's Vulva Eve. That's right. How could we forget that? That was probably one of the best Julia highlights yeah. of, oh. of all time. Yeah. You well, think? and then we misremember, you right. misremembered it right away. And I'm like, no, you just said labia. No. Yeah, I, I think know. it's funny you still say Casa Lavu. I di- I didn't know you s- still said that. I remember that was one of the first promos I ever made <laughs> yeah. like 14 years ago. You yeah. Like, well, whatever, Casa, Casa Lavu. So you still use that, huh? I do. Okay. They just come back and peek back into That's my right. mind. It's right. not like I like to stay with them long. I get burnt out on them, and right. then they just come and revisit every few That's years. Very, very true. And for people new to the program, she's trying to say "say lovey." Exactly. Mm. <laughs> I never knew that. I think Casa Lavu sounds like a fun thing. Thank you, Lori. Yeah, you know, that's where I was like, yeah. C'est la vie, casse la vue, tomato, tomato. Exactly. You know? I love that. Ciao, belle. There you, you go. Know? Achante. Okay, so, well, speaking of uh, Bella, um, um, the New York Times Style Magazine um, went with a really amazing uh, cover. They're calling it the Divas, and they it's a there's a... A profile and a photo, they're all on the cover. It's Dolly Parton, Barbara Streisand, and Patti LaBelle. And um, basically, the is this writer... Posted, honey? Yeah, the, okay. the cover is posted. But basically, when they started writing the issue in the late spring, they were kind of just thinking it was going to be a story about, okay, here are these women, they're all in their 
uh, 70s and um, how they got through maybe what might have been the hardest year of their lives. And they're in their 70s. So they've lived. But reading the stories, these three women, they all they've done so much waiting as women in their 70s. Uh, They entered show business in the early 60s. They had to fight for creative control. They had to fight for respect over decades in which women were often denied equity. Every female entertainers right. in their in their debt, basically. And you've got, yes, they each became synonymous with something iconic. Dolly with country, Patti LaBelle with soul and R&B, and Barbara, you know, Musical show tunes and, and ballads, you yeah. know, like that. So anyway, it's a great, great interview with uh, all all three of them and definitely worth worth a read and and speaking of dolly so um barack obama was on with colbert last night he had him on for basically the whole show and at the end and they talked about all kinds of stuff and it was an interesting interview very good but at the end he played a game questions president barack obama's never been asked so you know just kind of some funny questions but then it you know stephen colbert is like how is it that Dolly Parton doesn't have the Presidential Medal of Freedom? You know, the, or, you know, I think for she's, everything she's done with books and reading and over the years. And Obama says, "I honestly thought in the eight years I was there, she already had it." I believe it. Yeah, but anyway, but Stephen he goes, Colbert. He goes, that's a, he goes, that's a mistake. <laughs> and Stephen Colbert is so besodden if that's the right word, with Dolly Parton. He, she made him cry. Oh. He had her on. He's in oh, yeah. love with her. He didn't really know Dolly until oh. recently, and he's just fallen head over heels yeah. for her. I guess this scrapbook thing that she's put yeah. together, this coffee table book that's like $50, and some of the money is going for is is amazing. I mean, Dolly, as far as I'm concerned, I wish she ran the whole damn world. She's amazing. She is amazing. And, you know, Bobby Cannavale and his... Uh, Woman Rose Byrne are doing a movie all using Dolly Parton songs. Now, which songs we don't know. She's got three thousand. She's published songs. Her first song at six. But anyway, I love that Stephen Colbert. Yes, because he has been besotted. I believe was the word. What, what did he I said? Besodden. So like um, downtrodden. I but I meant and besotted at yeah. the same time. Okay. You got two words. A new word. Yeah, because. <laughs> It's always, but he is besotted. He's he kind is. of, and he just threw that in there, you know. And Obama was just like, "I really, for the longest, he said that is really bad on my part." Right. And then he did say something, you know, about well, every president, um, you know, everyone wants to know about Roswell and the UFOs, yeah. you know. And remember, in the year of this uh, uh, Beyonce, in the year of 2020 and everything else, don't you remember we did have... The UFO, the third lining or the third, what was the it? The sighting happened, Rocco, it just went by in a blip because we've had oh, so right. much to deal with. Yeah. Well, there's the third world or the third wall or whatever it was. Was there? Yeah, That was another one that flipped back in time. The, the, there's a, a paradigm time continuum running backwards while we're going forward. It was just something like, you know, right out of sci-fi fiction, mm-hmm. the X-Files. But he said, yeah, but he said, you know, it's always classified. Well, I'm glad because that, that topic bores me. I know, but he's, it's like what everyone stuff. wants to know about. Really? What are, well, it's like the, yeah. the Air Force confirmed that the, their pilots have had encounters. incidences and encounters with the... 
strange spaceships that are bright and then disappear like that. That's another show. Yeah. Lori's going to do a podcast on that. (laughs) No, I'm not. Whole cross area 51 or whatever. But I thought it was funny again that Colbert talked about or asked him about that because I do think people do make a joke about it. And Mm -hmm. then that monolith, that thing that's been appearing. What is this huge metal? It's some art prankster thing with somebody with a lot of money and time in 2020. I guess. And one appeared in Romania. Yeah. They got the film of the guys taking it out of the desert. It's somebody's idea of a joke on everybody, I guess. And but make, it's also giving his art a name. I mean, we don't metal, know any right. name. Well, that's true. There is no name, Just so wait. it's bad PR it's be in that way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, um, here's some good news on All this right. Giving Tuesday. Spotify donated a half a million dollars to save our stages, the venue aid fund. Because seriously, they're, you know, when, whenever these people that we've elected get back to work, they need to get going on money. Yeah, there's, there's money is running out and mm-hmm. people are hurting. So anyway, Spotify, half right. a million, they did that today because there's like 3,000 members, uh, 3,000 clubs and venues. And they've been really great about, you know, trying to be creative and hitting up people for money and but they're trying to keep these, you know, we, we don't want these places to go out of business. No, but they're also trying to pass a local bill to help small yes. businesses and restaurants, which I hope goes through this week. Here yes, in yes, for Minnesota. So anyway, yay, Spotify. So I'm glad that they did that. Jennifer Lopez is in the meantime. I wish she and Alex would uh, give 500000 to save our stages because she is making all kinds of money. They could have bought the mat. I would like to see her do some of this. Instead of all of this other stuff. Self-promotion. Well, no, she's at home in her Ralph Lauren and her all-white Miami living room and an all-white outfit just looking just rich and like she smells good promoting her new perfume. But I would like to have seen at the bottom of this, and by the way, I'm giving $500,000 to save our stages. Yeah. Just, you know, because she could. It's not going to happen. But Julia, of course she could, Lori. If I were her PR person, this is what I would do. I'd be so loud about it. Or she could be naked promoting her new single in the morning, covered with money, and say all this money is going to save our stages. Bam. Yes. Sell a lot of music, get a lot of downloads, and what? Who doesn't want to pose naked with money? Who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> I, I would. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, the exactly. Money would, but money's dirty. No, it would all be crisp, fresh. <laughs> it should be fresh from the bank. Fresh from the Fed. Uh huh. Okay, I'm I'm for it. You know, and I mean, to me, that would that's like what some of that's what Hollywood and some of these music people are missing. They, well, I don't know why they're not giving. I they're don't all know. Creating they all creating music, yeah. and they're all doing this and that. They've got so much money, and they're all talking about themselves. And yeah, and I, without being on the stage, I've got nothing. Yeah. I don't know why they don't give. Or more they're money. writing songs about how hard it is but to be give, famous. But why and, don't right give some okay, money, Julia? I'm not the PR person for all these people. I offer. I try. I could do it. I give this advice for free periodically on this year. This radio was so program. nice, and I know Justin Bieber was just listening but i mean like he's one of the you know he's just such a baby 
And he keeps getting taken advantage by all these shifty ministers that have yeah. big tithing things to become members of the church to learn the but secrets. But when you are in God. an extremely vulnerable place in your life, that's he when is the- married now. He is twenty five. He's got a manager. And people should, you know, I don't know. You sometimes you get have way the world conversations with. These people I'm and very interested in this. Sorry, is it time you know to go? I mean, no, but I mean, yeah. he has moved on from Hillsong to another shifty church. I did not know that. Yes, because anyone can start a church. What's ours going to be called? <sighs> it's the Church of Low Jane. It's free every day from three to six. <laughs> or download and carries around whenever you want. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're listening to us in the yeah. future. Yeah. No, L. Ron Hubbard's famous, famous quote. What's the quickest way to be a rich man? Start a religion. Mm -hmm. All right, right, let's go. We'll be right back. I like this one. I like it kind of, it's kind of corny, kind of old 50s sounding or something. You feel like this one in Police Navidad where they say the exact same thing over. Julia, you cannot disparage Police (laughs) Navidad. I will not have it. It's, It's like, you cannot... Jose Feliciano, you just can't do it. Just trust me on that one. You just can't do it, Rocco. She's right, though. They do pretty much say the same thing over. Yeah. Entire. Which sometimes, if you listen to many Christmas songs. It's a way not to forget the words. That is correct, Julia. That is not the only song that has that Not a lot of, yeah, that one does it a lot. All right, so what, so this was breaking news today. This was breaking news today. Um, Roger Friedman, I just love sometimes how he, uh, uh, Words of story, he writes, Bravo, Ellen Page was always the coolest kid, and now she's done something really brave. She's come out on social media as transgender. She's now using the pronouns he, they, a new name, Elliot. From here on, so be it. Elliot is a terrific actor who's going to blaze new trails. He says in his post below he's afraid of the jokes and the hate, and there just better not be any of that welcome Elliot and then you know Roger Friedman he signs it he's just such like a old school you know kind of reporter but he would have reporting I mean you think about um Elliot because that's how how he wants to be known as but Juno that movie young and Ellen Page in Juno had a but how old like 14 I mean it's a young age or whatever and so anyway Holly posted Elliot Page, and she changed, or he changed everything to Elliot Page. Hi, friends. I wanted to just write with you, and it's like a four-paragraph thing, um, but also with the real, real fear. I mean, the biggest, one of the biggest, I mean, of course, racism is our biggest hate crime collectively we has, have as a country. But, but trans trans people, there's a lot it, of hate. It is staggering, staggering numbers. And um, so Elliot, you know, writes about that. And, um, you know, just over the weekend, Laverne Cox did, went on her Instagram story. She got and a friend up. got accosted yes. in Griffith Park, where we have hiked yes. many times. In I'd, L.A., in right the, up by the Griffith right Park. Right in the middle of the day, and somebody um, felt that they could accost uh, Laverne. And um, so so Elliot writes about that in the middle part of it, because she's, or he writes, I'm, I'm afraid mm-hmm. about... Um, 
you know, the jokes and well, the I'm violence, scared, the invasiveness, the hate, the jokes, the violence. To be clear, I'm not trying to dampen this moment that right. is joyous and one that I celebrate. Right. But, but I want is. to address the full picture. Yeah. The statistics are staggering. It, it, it really is. 40 transgender, at least, people had been murdered last year. Mm-hmm. It's something. But he says, I love that I'm trans. I love that I'm queer. And the more I hold myself close and fully embrace who I am, the more I dream. The and more- Elliot, Elliot has a wife. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I've, I think they got married like last year. And then Netflix and the Umbrella Academy, because of course she. Did you guys watch that Umbrella Academy? No. I've, I've started. My kids. Have I'm watched the only it. geek. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, your kids, kids got us. you into it. Yeah, I know it. Your boys they begged it. Uncle Casey to mm-hmm. watch it and we're like, okay. And it was... It's bizarre, so good. but it's so good. So good. It's and like a guy, an eccentric guy that wants to get it's a very collection sci-fi of and children fantasy. with different special things. Yes, it's, powers almost. Yes, he's putting together kind of almost the Gardens of the Galaxy. Kind, kind of. of. I mean, but it's a fairy tale, sci-fi, fantastical, good versus evil. It's all the things that we love in these types mm-hmm. of things, and and. So they both, um, but, Umbrella Academy said, so proud of our superhero. We love you, Elliot. So I think uh, Ellen will just be Elliot and it'll just be addressed. And I felt like. Yeah. And Netflix has said something and a lot of people are being very welcoming and everything. But there will be just as equal many people who will just. But maybe, 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 Julia, this will make people be um, accepting that. You have to be who you feel like you are in your heart and in your mind. And there's no, I mean, I just I think, think parents, I think what, okay, so we're just talking, if you're joining us, Ellen Page has yeah. come out as transgender as Elliot Page. Yeah, and as, I would, that would be so like, uh, mind blowing. I'm born in the wrong body. And and we've, <laughs> we've known people you yes. know, whose kids have been struggling with this and whose parents struggle with this and. And at what point in your life do you have to trust your kid to trust that they know this? And and with, you know, being transgender. Warren Beatty and Annette Benning, uh, I bet they were on the verge of breaking up over this because their oldest child, uh, mm-hmm. uh, transgender. Daughter. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Warren Beatty is 24 years older than Annette Benning. You know, mm-hmm. he's in his 80s and he was having a very difficult time. With that, so I hope I'm hoping that the world is more accepting now and in a different place now. Well, and, and it hasn't been, is... but like maybe because of Elliot's like that show, Umbrella Academy, that was worldwide a hit. Yeah, I feel like the youth is so much more accepting than older yeah. people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's it's so anyway. Congratulations, I you know. Yeah, thank you for reading this. All my love. She I just, know it's really sweet, and I do watch really that happy. show, watch Umbrella Academy, and I always wondered, and I wondered because Ellen has had when she was Ellen, 
she like she called out some people on some of their BS and but I always wondered like what happened after Juno because she wasn't really like in a lot of she got not like it was she was young got a lot of attention Academy Award nominations I mean all that attention if you're really kind of a shy person anyway which I think she came out shortly thereafter as being gay I believe. Um, Right, but right? even... But I mean, really I'm just shy. saying she yeah. had a lot of attention, and she just... I always wondered what happened to her acting career, and I wondered if she got me too like she had some creepy guy or cat or, you know, something. Because right. I, I could never figure out what happened to her career. Well, I'm on her IMDb page. She's been working. He, he, he has Elliot's. He's been working... Non-stop. Stop. Yeah. But just things but that we didn't small, know. small, independent yeah. movies. yeah. That we anyway. didn't know so much about. Well, it, yeah, I hope uh, it opens up the conversation. And you know what? Um, I really like that show, Umbrella Academy. That is good I'm escapist go back. It television. Is good escapist. You're, you're right kind about of, that. Yeah. And it's well done. It's wild. And, it, and Elliot is a key superhero in it, even though... The superhero doesn't, doesn't know about the superhero powers. Exactly. That's when that's how you know you're really a big superhero <laughs> rocker when you don't even know what your powers are, you know, and you're just slowly finding out. Huh. It's it's it is. it's a great mm-hmm. great show. Anyway. And do you think it, uh, they'll be able to pivot the It won't even matter. It doesn't it's, matter it'll because be her superhero. It. It'll because it, it seemed like there was no sexuality with it was their character very fluid. already. It was, it was yeah, a sure. very fluid. It wouldn't yeah. make Verna, anyone blink. Was, yeah. You can do anything you want when you're doing that kind of uh, genre, too. In the blink of an eye. You know, boom. Boom. Altered states or altered carbon or whatever that show was with our hot guy, Joel Kinnaman. Oh, God. Remember him? <laughs> I never watched that, though. You, you didn't? You really, I haven't had How time. How do you have time I, to watch uh, Lori, Lori and Casey... If they're not going out dancing, you're watching television yeah. at night. You really are. Well, we read a lot yeah. and we do some dancing and we do some fooling around. But yeah, when you're just two people in love with a lot of time <laughs> on your hands, you know, no children, no responsibilities. You watch a lot of tuberous games. Uh, anyway. Anyway, Elliot Page. We'll see you next Cheers. time. Cheers. All right, All right we'll be back. We-